Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Adam Beckstead. Thanks for being on the show, Adam. No, thank you, Whitney. I very much appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Yeah, I'm honored to have Adam on the show. I think he's going to have some great advice and can relate to a lot of the listeners. Adam uh, owned and sold a previous successful business to focus on real estate. And I can relate to that myself. And I'm anxious to hear about uh, you know that process and that transition. But he owns multiple properties in his hometown area and is focusing on larger deals where he can bring on partners and investors to grow with. Loves to help others uh, by hosting a meetup, mentoring, and has started a YouTube channel uh, to help others learn as well. And I hope we'll hear more about that uh, later as, uh, also. But Adam, give the listener a little more about just who you are in case they've never heard of you and what your focus is right now in real estate. Yeah, absolutely. So I previously, like you mentioned, sold a previous business to focus on real estate and family life. It uh, was able to offer me to become closer with my kids, spend more time with my kids and my wife. So I really um, grabbed a hold of that and hit the ground running. It was back in 2016, started buying stuff just on my own. I was buying single family, multifamily, and some office space to see what I really grabbed a hold of. And back in about the middle of last year, I wanted to really fine tune and figure out how I wanted to proceed forward. And my wife and I ended up attending a conference, Rod Cleef's conference, his boot camp. And that one was in uh, Chicago, I believe, to see if it's really what we wanted to move forward with, see if there was any secret sauce that we were missing out on that we weren't already implementing. And uh, we just fell in love, not only with the process, we realized, hey, this is reinforcing what we've already been doing, but we fell in love with the community of people around there that just wanted to see everyone succeed, share with them and teach them. And that's where we are now. We've spent since the middle of last year, fine-tuning our processes, our network, getting out there and meeting new people that have been doing this for much longer than I have. And I'm looking to transfer what I was successful in with my previous business to all of my real estate deals. Nice. So I'd love for you to elaborate on just the leaving one successful business to move to a different one and just the level of focus and really just jumping in that way. And I kind of did the same thing. But so I I can relate to some extent, but, you know, just thinking about like that previous business, I'm sure took so much time and dedication. Absolutely. Right. And then to decide, okay, you know, this is maybe not not what's best, or I guess maybe you can elaborate and help us to understand, you know, okay, how did you decide, okay, this is what's best. I'm going to put this business aside and because I'm going to focus over here. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a great question. My parents are actually retired from investing in real estate. And I have put it off for far too long. I have meant to years ago get into real estate, but I was so consumed by the business. I had no more mental power to invest in real estate. So I would say probably in the given situation, 9 out of 10 people would have kept that business and kept going. I could have kept that business for the rest of my life and lived a very nice life. But like I said, I wanted to spend more time with my kids And my wife, I wanted to really nurture those relationships. So pulling away from that business and realizing 
that I was missing out on that. I'm never going to get that time back. And now honestly feel like I'm working more, but I'm also spending more time with my family, which is fantastic. And it's really given me what I wanted in selling that business. Wasn't planning on it. I got an offer out of the blue and I took it. Wow. So you were able to sell, monetize and sell that previous business. Yeah, I was actually in the process. I had two other businesses under contract to purchase when I got the offer to sell. And before I could close on those other businesses, I ended up selling. Wow. What was the kicker that said, okay, I am definitely leaving this and focusing on real estate? Was it just the time with the family and the time you were missing out on? You know, I kind of talk about it like it was a simple decision and I just made that decision right there. It was a grueling decision because I really enjoyed a lot of the people that I worked with. I enjoyed the business, but I really looked at the long-term benefit of it and what that was going to look like 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And I really believed that real estate was going to get me where I wanted. And even in a short time in within two years, it was night and day. To be honest with you, I'm happier. I'm able to do stuff. I'm able to focus on myself along with my family now and still be very successful in the real estate business. Nice. So tell us about how you really, I guess, got the family on board or were they on board with this big change? Because it's a family thing, right? It's a big decision to just alter the entire course of really the whole family as far for the business. And, and you know, what, what did that look like in that dynamic? Because I know a lot of people can relate to that. I can as well. Yeah, absolutely. My family is very much on board. Both my kids, I have a son and a daughter. Right now, they're 10 and 11. They love spending more time with me. They are learning about the business. So it's hilarious that I bring up deals at the dinner table talking to my wife. And my kids will chime in and ask what the returns are. <laughs> ask, ask how many units it is. It's really great because when we started off and it was smaller properties, I brought my kids along. I taught them how to work on the properties, get their hands dirty, feel what it's like to earn a dollar with your hands. It was great because I grew up with that as a small child with my family. We did fix and flips, live in flips. So I'm very familiar with working on properties. Now, I, I can, I mean, I really like that, how you incorporate the family and, and you're educating the kids about real estate, you know, as well as probably your parents did. And uh, it sounds like it. But then uh, giving them a position where they can earn a little money. I mean, there's so many lessons there for them. I mean, it's so many lessons. And anyway, that's amazing. So, but tell us about how you are, you're moving into the syndication business and where you're at in this process now, how you're growing your, you know, your education. And then, you know, let's get into, you know, your next steps. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going at it on multiple fronts. I'm looking for my own deals. I've selected a few markets, obviously my hometown. Some people don't invest in their hometown, but the um, statistics are there that it's a very um, lucrative area. So I'm looking in my town. I don't have a lot of multifamily here. I'm also looking at Indianapolis and uh, Southern Michigan, a couple of few cities in Southern Michigan. And it's been really great there, but it's a hot market right now. So finding deals are scarce. I've come very close on a few larger deals and someone was willing to pay more than I was on these deals. And I don't want to overpay for something and end up regretting it two, three years down the road. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On top of finding my own deals, I'm also networking so that I can partner with other people. Getting into these large deals, I definitely need experience while I'm able to bring my business background in and a lot of stuff are very easy and work hand in hand with my previous business, 
knowing this deal and how to grow these, how to implement the value add and really turn properties around on a much larger scale than I've already done is critical to bring on those experienced partners. So I've networked and found a few people that I definitely have, we'll say vetted these people and realized their experience, their know-how. And I know that when I find a certain deal, I know who to go to and say, hey, here's this deal. And I know that they're going to bring value to it. How have you focused on networking? What has helped you to network uh, with the right people? Yeah, I have multiple fronts. So not only locally, I don't get a lot of people locally that do large properties, really few people that do syndications. So I've had to actually travel all over the US to get in these groups of people that are doing this on a regular basis, people that are much more experienced than I am, and really just figure out their track record. Sometimes even just them, figure out what type of people they are to see if we mesh. Because if you don't mesh with people, doesn't matter how good either of you are. It's just not going to work out. But really going to these conferences that people are at and have done it. And they're there to network with people too. They're there to network with people that are coming in that are new, that people that know nothing. And sometimes people just go to these conferences that are looking to invest their money. They have no no uh, intentions of finding deals themselves. They just want to go there to find people to invest their money with. So these networks are, there are far too many for anyone to go to realistically in a year. I appreciate the point you just made too, that investors, all passive investors also go to these conferences. And so what I find is that I found many investors, passive investors built those relationships from conferences like that. But I find that a lot of people that go there that are trying to be an active syndicator, they go there with the mindset that, I mean, they're not networking. They're not trying to build those relationships there as if there's passive investors there. You know, they're just thinking, oh, everybody there is trying to learn how to do this business. And I'm like, you just never know who you're talking to. Absolutely. In the intro, you said you're hosting a meetup. And so you're hosting, doing some mentoring. You also started a YouTube channel. So tell me about the meetup first. And what is your plan for that or your goals with that? Yeah. So I'm a big proponent of not only learning to grow myself. So I got one hand up for someone to help bring me up, but I also have more than one hand bringing other people up. I love teaching other people this skill or how to grow and become their own boss through real estate. So in the meetup, I'm co-hosting it with a good buddy of mine. And we started this meetup to teach others ethic ways to invest in real estate. And it's really bloomed into quite the meetup. We are typically over 60 people in attendance. We meet once a month. And for being just a little over a year old, that's pretty impressive. I'm pretty proud of that. And the people that it attracts, it's just awesome, the people that come to it. Well, I want to say congratulations. That's very impressive to have that many people coming to your meetup. And congratulations to you too on just taking that step and making it happen, right? You know, so many people say, oh, no, you know, I need to have done this many number of deals or whatever. And you've been in real estate, you understand real estate, you know, maybe you're not an experienced syndicator or whatever, but you're getting there. And this is a big, I mean, that's, it's just made like, take the step. Let's make it happen. Who cares if, you know, everybody else thinks you shouldn't do it yet. You know, obviously a lot of people are there and you're the guy at the front of the room. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me the layout of this group. Like when you all meet, what do you all do? First Wednesday of every month, we're in the like a basement conference room of a very big realtor in town. We're able to get in this space for free. They've donated the space and it's really kind of recognition for them, but 
it's really worked out well, but we're actually kind of maxing the space out. It's pretty tight in there at times, which is a good thing. But this meeting is a mixture of not only multifamily investors, but single family, flippers, node investors. So there's a mixture of people that are in there. And what I like about that is there's a lot of people that are just strictly multifamily meetups, and they're missing out on those sectors of people that will come across multifamily and have no clue what to do with that stuff. So they may pass on it. But if they know someone that invests in multifamily, they're like, oh, I know who to give this to. And sometimes they'll just flip those leads to me just as a, hey, here you go. All about your network, right? Absolutely. Letting people know what you're doing. And that's the awesome thing about that meetup is that you're in the front of the room and everybody knows who Adam is, right? So even if they don't know somebody that can do something with that multifamily property that they don't know anything to do with, they're probably going to come to you to see if you know of somebody. Yes. So in addition to the meetup, I mean, it's great that you've created that uh, 60 or more people. That's incredible. And you also started a YouTube channel. So tell me about why would you start a YouTube channel? That's a great question because it takes a lot of time to do a YouTube channel. People would not think that. But uh, I wanted to reach out to more people. I wanted to share this with more people that have questions. And I felt that YouTube was the best platform to do that. There's multiple ways to do it. You could go through social media. You know, you got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And there's a lot of people that share stuff on there. But YouTube's really the only long format tool to teach people stuff that is widely used. And YouTube's the um, second highest search engine on the internet. So putting stuff on there, I'm able to get in front of more people. And I do videos not just on real estate. I take my past in just investing in general business, all that type of stuff. I'm trying to put, make videos and put them on YouTube to help others grow. Wow. So. There's lots of things that happen when you have like a thought leadership platform like that. And so are there other ways that you can say that that has benefited you just by creating that YouTube channel? Yeah, absolutely. So not only the YouTube channel, but the meetup, even though you may know material, when you sit down to try to teach someone else, you learn so much more. You not only learn, but you reinforce what you already know. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've completely forgot about that from two years ago. Why don't I implement that? So sitting down to teach something, you just reinforce what you know. You may even learn better ways to do things. So it's been helpful to do stuff like that. And I think that anyone that has tried to teach someone something can relate to that. And would you say it's helped your credibility, you know, just like speaking to other people or even maybe if they don't even know about your YouTube channel, it probably helps you just speaking to them. Right. And teaching because you've already, you know, you've already taught through these videos. You've had to study that material, but now talking to somebody else about it, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. So you've built your, the meetup, the YouTube channel. What are your next steps and what are you doing next? What's your goals? My next goals is to, I feel like those sources are teaching and helping people that want to invest in real estate. So my next goals are going to be start to, do stuff that is going to help people learn to passively invest in real estate and to teach them how to passively invest in real estate. There's very few resources out there. So maybe for people that are sitting at home that want to invest in real estate, have no clue how, they feel a little overwhelmed. They don't know the next step to take in order to get there. So they don't know how to find the right people. Like I'm saying, I'm networking with those people that with a lot more experience. They don't know how to find those people. They may be intimidated to, to go to a conference and go around two, 300 people to find the right person. So 
teaching them how to find the right people, how to look over the deals so that they can feel comfortable with it, and really what to expect by passively investing in real estate. Nice. So, you know, and you'd also mentioned like finding the right people to do deals with and or just knowing the right sponsor to go with. And that's also something, you know, you're going to teach people that are going to passively invest, right? You know, so I guess help us to understand that a little bit. How have you known the right people? You got 60 people in that room you're developing relationships with and they know who Adam is. But how do you know who you want to partner with? Don't tell anyone, but it's by being burnt. (laughs) I uh, partnered on a deal early on when I started investing in real estate and I got burnt. I did not do my due diligence on this person and it burnt me. I'm still living with that burn. So I have really pulled back to assess people, to figure out what their goals are, to do background checks on people. Anyone that wants to partner with me, absolutely do a background check because I want to do a background check on anyone that I invest with. And it's just because I want to know that your history. I mean, and something that happened five, six years ago, guess what? I mean, five or six years ago is like an eternity. I can't even remember five, six years ago. So maybe things have changed, but it opens up dialogue to start talking to that person and realize maybe what they were going through, what decisions they made, because sometimes people have a bad record, but it's for a very good reason. No, that's interesting. Yeah. Background check is, I hear that more common now and I, I encourage it as well. It, it, like you said, it may be from numerous years ago, but uh, it still just maybe something that opens a conversation that you need to have. Yeah. How they handled that situation may make you want to invest with them even more. Mm, very good point. I agree. So what's been the hardest part of this syndication journey for you so far? Learning. There are so many different aspects to it. Someone could go in and spend two to three months really learning the process, and you've really only scratched the surface. I am also part of a large mastermind, a group of people that have been have really dedicated their life to this. And I've learned so many different new things from that mastermind that I didn't read anywhere in books. I didn't see anywhere in all these conferences that I go to. So you have to constantly learn. I bet even three years down the road, I'm still going to learn new things. So there's take the time to learn. When you get into some anything new, when you get into anything new and you think you've conquered it like this, that's when you're going to make the biggest mistakes. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, and I can relate to being in groups like that. It's just it's crucial to surround yourself with people that are way ahead of you. Yes. Just like hopefully they have that hand down like you were talking about. So, what is I guess some advice that you give somebody that's just starting out in this space as well, just from what you've learned and how you've really got rolling here? It's the same thing as what's been hard is learning, networking with people that have done it, find the right person, find people that you click with that can give you advice, tips. Everybody that comes into this is going to maybe need to focus on something different than the next person because each one of us has different struggles, different things that just don't click with us. Some of us suck at math. So analyzing the deals are going to be really hard for you. Maybe partner with someone that is good at analyzing deals. Or it's just going to take you more time to really practice that and get good at it. Same thing with networking. So in my previous position, um, my previous business, I didn't have to do a ton of network. It was local. So I didn't have to network with people all over the US. So that's something new for me, getting out there and networking with people all over the US. That's new, a new skill that I'm learning. Even being here, video with you, that's something new for me. And it's 
become so much easier by doing the YouTube channels, by getting in front of people at the meetup and talking. That stuff has helped me. Number one fear of everyone, public speaking. So what's the number one thing that's contributed to your success uh, this far in this business? I mean, obviously, you've had another successful business, but just what is that one thing? I strongly feel the number one thing to be successful at anything you do in life is determination. Sticking with it through the tough times and the good times is key. And I've had many down times, you know, when I have those deals where I'm like on the last inch of closing them and I lose it, man, that's depressing. <laughs> so, so just determination, realizing that keep moving forward every day that you take a tiny step forward is progress. You know, everybody talks about massive action, right? And you want to take massive action, but it may just be a really small thing. Yeah. Right. But it being consistent, small actions lead to big things, right? Yeah. In my opinion, a small step each day is massive action. Yeah. And that's a bigger step than other people are taking. So it's awesome. What are you excited about right now in your business or moving forward? Uh, so I'm actually working on a deal right now, running numbers on a very deep value add 384 unit complex. And I'm super excited for it. I think we have very good chance of closing this deal. I've already run the CapEx figures and it's looking like a very lucrative deal. So I'm very excited about this one and uh, crossing my fingers that I'm going to have slimmer competition than the previous ones I've been working on. Nice. That's large. That's large. And, and Adam, uh, how do you give back? So like, you, like we mentioned before, co-hosting the local meetup, the YouTube channel, mentorship other people. I love going out to lunches with people, learning their story, giving them any advice I can, even if it's outside of real estate. A lot of times I find my conversations diverge into personal life and the struggles that they have and anything. I'm no expert, everything. I'm constantly learning on multiple sides of my life, but I love being able to share my experiences. Like when I got burnt, share those with other people that haven't got burnt yet so they can be more cautious and possibly not get burnt themselves. So Adam, how can the listeners get in touch with you, learn more about your business and your, your YouTube channel or your meetup also if they're local? Yeah, so my meetup is in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Connect with me through Facebook, Instagram. If you want to comment on my YouTube channel, go ahead. Facebook and Instagram is ending in Adam Beckstead. Super simple. Also, my email is adam at welkinequity.com. I would love to uh, schedule a call with anyone and talk some more. Great. And we'll have those links in the show notes. Adam, thank you so much for your time and, and telling us how you're you know, getting in this business and leave, you know, the dedication it took to leaving a, another successful business and just jumping in and making it happen. I appreciate your time. Appreciate the listeners being with us today. I hope you all will go to LifeBridge Capital and also connect with me. Join us in the Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show. And I, I would appreciate it if you would do me a favor and share the show. And we will talk to each of you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.